You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. I want to ask you guys something. Have you ever had a dream and you just felt like that dream no longer existed anymore? Like you felt like it was too late. Time was up, and that dream is not going to come to pass. Well, we're going to talk about what is God's tip. Let's pray. So, Father God, thank you so much for your goodness. Holy Spirit, come into this room. Fill our hearts filled with hope. Restore our vision. Maybe there's someone in here that just feels like, what happened? They're questioning you, asking what happened. I got a word but I'm still waiting, and now I don't have faith that this word's happening or come to pass. So Holy Spirit, restore our hope, restore our faith in Jesus' name. All right, so um, in Psalms 145, 13, and it says, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. So in the last part, it says, the Lord is trustworthy in all he promises. What are some of the promises that have been spoken to you, that God has spoken to you directly, that maybe you've received a prophetic word, maybe something in your heart, something in a dream that you just knew so deep down in your soul that it was for you. Maybe it was deep down in soul that you knew you were going to have a spouse. Maybe it's make a million dollars. I don't know what it is, but every person has a dream deep down in in themselves. What is that dream? And maybe you're at this point where you're saying, God, I don't know if you have it for me. I don't know if you have this promotion for me. I don't know if you have a child for me. I don't know if you have a spouse for me. I don't know if you have this job opportunity or this business for me. I'm still waiting and I feel like it's too late that this promise, this dream is not going to happen. Well, let's talk about Sarah and Abraham, the promise that God gave them. It says in Genesis 15, 4 through 5, And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your hire, but one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Wow. Look at this type of promise that God has promised them. I mean, Abraham and Sarah, one, were super old. (laughs) And two, God told them, you're going to have, not only that you're old, but you're going to have a child. And then look up in the stars. This is a number of your descendants. Can you imagine if God actually spoke to you like that? You're like, whoa, God, this is way, this is a huge vision. This is so big. But you know what? The great thing is, if God told Sarah and Abraham this vision, what more does he have for you? So if you don't have a vision right now, that's okay. That's a great thing about knowing who Jesus is, because he has a vision just as big as he told Sarah and Abraham. 
All you got to do is just listen. And so here they are, kept waiting, and they waited and waited. And before, they were named Sarah and Abram. And so they kept waiting, and Sarai was so impatient. She was like, ah, God gave me this promise, but it's time to see this promise come to pass. I'm getting old. And so she pretty much said, Abram, why don't you hook up with my maidservants, I'll have you marry her, you'll have a baby, and this promise from God will happen. And of course, what do you think Abram said? Yeah! (laughs) He didn't decline that one. (laughs) So here we are, and let's talk about timing, my first point. So here's the thing, yes, Sarai, she took the timing in her own hands. She believed in God's promise, but she didn't believe in the fulfillment of the perfect will of God's promise. So she decided to take matters in her own hand. And, you know, have you ever received a promise or you knew something you needed to do, but you didn't wait, you got impatient, and then you knew when you did it, it kind of, it didn't turn out the right way. Well, that's what happens to Hagar. (laughs) So here's the thing. So Hagar gets pregnant, and when she gets pregnant and has this baby in her belly, she starts getting a little cocky and starts giving Sarai the look. If you don't know what the look is, you need to hang out with some more women in your life because (laughs) women have this spicy look that we give each other. And oh, did Hagar do that? She was a maidservant, and now she is pregnant, and now she's giving her boss the look, the woman look, like, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, the disrespectful look. You can also call that the stink eye. (laughs) That's the kind of look she gave her. Oh, well, you know what? That's unfortunate because Sarai, you know, if she just trusted in God, in God's timing, this wouldn't be a problem. But now she created a problem in her life that shouldn't have been in her life because of timing. See, here's the thing. When we talk about God's timing and we're in this place, we have to understand it is so important that we just faithfully trust in the Lord and his timing for this promise to come because God is the God that orchestrates everything everything that happens. He orchestrates the right people that come at the right time that need to be in your life. Let's say he orchestrated someone that you needed to meet that needed to get this uh, high position and that time to elevate you to get to a higher position. If you orchestrated it too fast, maybe that person wasn't in that position to help you get to the position you needed to be. And so here we are. If we trust in God's timing, his perfect timing God has orchestrated everything in his perfect will. But the moment we try to take our own timing in his will is when things just get screwed up. And so here's the thing you have to ask yourself. Are you wanting to live in God's vision or are you wanting to live in a version of God's vision? Because that's what Sarai did. She received a vision. She received a promise from God, but she tried to take matters in her own hands, and she created 
a version of her vision. But it's all in God's timing when he releases that vision and we put our trust in him that it's going to happen. So important to wait for God's timing. So you have to ask, if you have a vision inside of you, what is that very thing that's preventing you from moving forward? And let's talk about point number two. Let's talk about the inside that's going on within us. In Genesis 16, four through six, it says, so he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Then Sarah said to Abram, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between you and me. So Abram said to Sarai, indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And then Sarai dealt harshly with her. She fled from her presence. So here's the thing about when it comes to having God's promises in your life. See, if we have God's promises in our life and it gets birthed out and we're not right in ourself, then that becomes birthed into our promise. And we can see it right here. So here is Sarai. She had some internal issues that God was dealing inside of her. She did not birth out a baby yet because God was dealing it with an internal issue. She mistreated harshly to her maidservant. Yes, her maid servant was, didn't treat her right, but God wants you, before you get into the promise, he's working on yourself. That's so important because see, here's the thing. If you are under pressure and you know God is calling you to be a CEO of a large company, but you can't handle the pressure in your life right now when you're just maybe a step below and, and you're pulling out your hair, then you can't handle the position of the CEO. So then eventually, if, if you can't handle that pressure, that's going to fail. So there's a reason why God is holding that promise before you birth into it, because he's saying, you cannot handle that promise. I don't want to see you fail and birth that promise and give you that blessing because you, you're not ready for it. If you want to go out and maybe you have a promise inside of you to be a, a minister, but you don't like people, <laughs> you know? And let me tell you, there's a lot of ministry out there that don't like people. <laughs> well, before you get into that position, before you get into that promise, maybe you got to work in learning to love people before you get birth into that promise. It's not saying that God didn't promise you that position because you have junk inside. We all have junk, but God sees a potential he has for you. But sometimes we need to work on the junk that's in the inside of us to be what God has called us. And that's the great thing about Jesus and God, that he loves you. He has his big promise. He doesn't look at, oh, well, you have all this junk, so I'm going to take away the promise from you. He doesn't look at you like that. He says, I see the potential I have in you. You have some stuff you need to work on. Let's work on it. But before I take you to that promise, I need to work on this, and then I'm going to give it to you. And so here we see that Sarai, God was like, okay, I'm still working on the promise. Yeah, you tried to take this position, having your own version of, of my vision, but I'm still work on, working on you, Sarai. I didn't forget the promise that God had already prophesied over her. He didn't forget that. And we can see later where 
if you don't work on that junk and that promise is birthed out, let's check this out in Genesis 21, 8 through 9. It says, so the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian. This is Abraham's son from Hagar, whom she had born to Abraham, scoffing. So let's look at this real quick. See, Hagar gave Sarah the look. Well, guess what? Hagar birthed Ishmael, her own son. She didn't dealt with her issue. So what happened? Ishmael did the same thing to Isaac. She birthed out right here. She birthed out something that carried into the promise. And that promise, this is where the separation comes in from Isaac releasing Christianity, Hagar, the separation, releasing the Muslim religion. That's where the separation comes. Hagar didn't deal with her issue, which carried on from generation to generation to generation. It even says that in Genesis 16, 11 through 12, it says, and the angel of the Lord said to her, behold, you are with child and you shall bear a son. And you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affection. He will be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And it is a prophetic word that still happens today. And so here's the thing. We don't want to be in a position where we birth into something that's going to carry on to generation of God's promises. When God gives us a promise, it's best to hold on to God's timing. And at that timing, we're like, okay, God, work on the inside of me so that when I'm ready to birth out the promise of God, I'm taking it from generation to generation where it's going to be a, a generation of just blessing. It's so important. So we have to make sure that when we're in, when God gives us a promise, it's like, okay, God, I, I'm going to hold on to it I don't want you to birth it out until I'm ready. I want you to deal with me. And then I want to talk about P, patience. <laughs> oh, this is the hardest one. The hardest one. Psalm 145.13, I'm going to say this again. It says in the last verse, The Lord is trustworthy in all he, all he promises and faithful in all he does. God is so faithful in everything that he does. God has given you a promise. God, is, God will not disappoint you. And we can see that in Abraham and Sarah. They birthed out Isaac at the age of 90 and 100. Can you imagine your grandma having a baby? Oh, no. That, that's a horrible vision right there. <laughs> It's like, no, but can, I can't even, like, I can imagine if I was in their shoes, I would probably do the same thing, like, I'm, like, 90 years old, there's no way, God, I'm going to birth out a baby, and, and I just, I just can't even imagine that, but God was like, I still hold true to my promise, and so here they are, Sarah was in her 90s, Abraham was in his hundreds, they birthed out a baby. Wow, God holds true to his promises. And you might be in a position or a point in your life where you're like, 
God, I feel like it's too late. I feel like it's too late. You've given me promises in my life, and I feel like it's too late. And, and I really feel like God's saying, no, it's not too late. Did you check out Sarah and Abraham? <laughs> it's not too late. And, you know, God is so true. And maybe you feel like your promises is coming to an end. You, like, it just feels dead. But here, if we go Genesis 21, 15 to 20, and it says, and the water in the skin was used up. And she placed the boy under one of the shrubs. Then she went and sat down across from him at a distance of about a bow shot. For she said to herself, let me not see the death of the boy. She sat up opposite him and lifted her voice and wept. This is Ishmael and Hagar as they run, run away from Sarah. And God heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him in your hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. So God was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And here we see here that Ishmael is about to die as a baby. And she's, doesn't, she's like, you know, crying. She doesn't want to see her child. But you know what? An angel of the Lord came, and the angel protected this child because God gave a promise to this child. This child was about to die. But God shows true to his word that you might be in a position where you're like, God, you've spoken this word. And maybe this word, you, you're ready to let it die. Maybe there's things in your life that you're just ready to give up. And I really feel like God is saying, no, I haven't forgotten the promise that I have given you. I've not forgotten the promise. It's never too late. God's promise his timing is perfect because it's his timing that orchestrates everything. When you orchestrate everything and you wait in patience and you just trust that everything's going to work out, whew, you're going to see God move so powerfully in your life. It's not too late. God is faithful. Maybe you're questioning yourself, like, God, is this going to happen? Or you're doubting. And I really felt like the Spirit of God said, yeah, it's going to happen. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. It's in my timing. <laughs> and it's like, just trust me. It's never too late. He knows the perfect timing. He knows how to orchestrate everything when he's ready to release and birth it out into your life. Awesome. So let's pray. So right here, if anyone um, first for here in our online, that if you just want to have vision in your life and you're like, man, I wish I had vision. It's like, sounds like God is so cool. He gives people big visions. I want that, but I don't know who he is. Well, maybe if that's you. It's time to accept him into your life and let God just speak to you about the big vision that he gave Abraham and Sarah. If he gave it to them, what more can he give to you? Because he loves you as much as them. So if you're ready to accept Jesus Christ in your heart, repeat this after me. 
Father God, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I declare heaven is my home and God is my Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And right here, if anyone feels like you've had a vision in your life and you kind of lost hope, like, God, is that really you? Are you going to restore my vision? I'm ready to receive faith again that you're going to restore the promise. If that's you, just raise your hand. I want to pray for every person who just needs, like, faith just to be restored. So, Father God, I thank you so much for everyone in here, for every hand raised in Jesus' name that felt like their promise was about to die. We just declare a resurrection, a resurrection of hope, a resurrection of fresh vision, a resurrection of this vision to come back again. So, Father God, pour out your spirit, the resurrection of spirits, that faith will begin to rise, that joy will begin to rise, that motivation will begin to rise. So, thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you, God, that you are going to move powerfully in every person's life here. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.